0: welcome to wfl tv i am libby and i'm jessica hello how's everybody doing well i hope libby how are you doing I'm doing well. You know, the other people can't answer us, right? Yeah, but I feel like they could pretend to. They're just going to appreciate that I asked. They can talk to their whatever device they're listening to their podcast on, kind of like with Miranda. Exactly. Or even just in their mind, they're just like, yeah, I'm doing okay. I feel like that's going to make their day better. Okay. Well, I think your expectations of your ability to improve a person's day are way too high.
1: I feel like it's probably fair. Anyway,
0: moving on. Slow burns, continuing to talk about slow burns. Okay, so Jessica, I think I just want to make sure that I'm right. We are going to talk about Way Hot, uh, Leslie and Ben from Parks and Rec, Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, and round it off with Lucas and Peyton from One Tree Hill. Is that correct? I think that sounds like a good plan. Do
1: you want to get started with Way Hot?
0: you know that I want to get started with way hot so that this is for anybody who doesn't know this is Waverly and Nicole from Winona Earp. Um, but I, so I guess first the length of the slow burn, it is on the lower end of what I can accept. In fact, it's even less than I want to see because it took less than a season for them to get together and, um, I don't know, what are, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the time frame for Wayhot? I agree with you. I think that's a little bit shorter
1: than I normally want to see, but I will say that their chemistry was so intense from their very first scene together. I do feel like it makes sense to have a shorter slow burn just because there's so much chemistry there and we want them together so badly.
0: Yeah, I mean, as much as we all loved Champ, we're fine. I did. Things. I did
1: love Champ. This is true.
0: <laughs> he was so ridiculous. I loved him he too. He was terrible. And I loved every second of it. Oh my gosh. He was just the worst. Um. So yeah, I mean, from the moment, yeah, from the moment they meet, you know, Nicole walks into the bar and Waverly, it's just, I mean, one, it's ridiculous. You spray, you accidentally spray beer all over yourself from the tap. Like you've never worked a tap before. And then you're like, welp. I should take this shirt off immediately. Yeah, my apartment's upstairs, but that seems irrelevant right now. I'm going to take it off immediately. And then somehow
1: get stuck taking a shirt off, which I have to say, I'm a very clumsy person. I have not once got stuck when taking off a shirt.
0: (laughs) You know, the only time I have gotten stuck taking off clothing was when that clothing was potentially not the right size (laughs) when I was trying it on. That being said, I've seen the size of Waverly. She can get out of just about anything. So, yeah, but I don't care. I don't care how ridiculous it was. I loved it. Normally, I think that that kind of a meeting um, where something so ridiculous happened, I would it would kind of take me out, but somehow it fit with them. And I don't know what it was about it. Maybe it was just the chemistry. Maybe it was just getting to see waverly without her shirt on i don't know but for some reason i was able to accept it
1: i agree well i think i was able to accept it because it kind of fits in with the nature of that show which is sometimes just kind of silly and over the top but like in the best way so their first meeting kind of just fit with how the show itself is which is why i really enjoyed it
0: yeah that's a really good point um You know, one of the things that I also really like about this particular slow burn is that, as we talked about last week, what I really don't want to see in a slow burn is waiting and waiting and waiting for a couple to get together and then they break up a whole lot of times. They break up over and over and over again. We don't see this with Way Hot, which I absolutely love. Now, they are at an advantage with it being a supernatural show, they have the opportunity to throw in drama. Um, a little bit more so than a regular show but even still I feel like they utilize appropriate drama within the couple without having to resort to breaking them up
1: I completely agree I mean that's one of the reasons that I love them so much is once that slow burn ended and they were together they've just stayed together but there's still been drama in the relationship waverly kissed rosita nicole had a secret wife there was the whole dna test thing and then the black badge weird blood pact situation but through all of that even though they were fighting they stayed together it was never like nicole and i are fighting our relationship is over right now it was more like we're fighting but we're working through it together and so that's what i love to see i'm not asking for a drama free free relationship i'm just looking for couples to work through that
0: together. And I think way Hot is an excellent example of that. I, uh, you know, I I wholeheartedly agree. And I I feel like they're a couple, I feel I feel safe. I feel like they're going to remain together it might not be all sunshine and rainbows i mean there are a lot of demons in their lives there's a lot so of- many demons so many demons plus you know law enforcement that just randomly hangs people it's overall they got gardens with people running around i mean who knows giant stone throne that i'm still not sure what it does and a teenager they suddenly adopted they have a lot they have a lot happening
1: but, true, but we did get to see their lovely engagement
0: at the end
1: of season 4A.
0: So, did, did we see anything else in 4A that was also lovely and a little bit intense with them?
1: Yes, very true. <laughs> very true. We got lots of fantastic way hot moments in season 4A. I'm hoping to see more in season 4B. I hope that they continue with working things out together and don't suffer from a breakup.
0: I think one of the things that really, um, one of the things that they did particularly well, which is not necessarily related to a slow burn, but something related to just couples, something that happens on a Supernatural show in general, and I know we're gonna be talking about this in another episode, but just possession. When Waverly is possessed by the goo, one of the things that the show does really well is they clear up the issue of consent. Because, you know, there are times whenever Waverly had the whatever it was possessing was possessing her inside of her. Um, well, we know what it was, but either way, whenever it was inside of her, there were times when they were intimate. And so you and I have talked at length about how problematic it is in a show where you've got an issue of possession. And then that character who's possessed has sex with someone else. And that takes away the consent from both parties. And I... Really appreciate the show clearing that up unequivocally.
1: Oh, absolutely. That that whole possession thing uh did make me wonder if my husband was possessed. Would I notice that he tasted differently? You know, because <laughs> I, I I just don't know. I think it's impressive that Nicole noticed that because I would probably just be like I don't know. Did you go brush your teeth? Like I don't know what's happening here. <laughs>
0: Well, Waverly then noticed in the garden with Nicole when she kissed Eve and was like, you don't taste right. I have thought about that way too much. There have been plenty of times where I've kissed Kyle and I've thought, okay, try to remember this taste. It could be really important later. (laughs) I'm not sure that I have remembered it, (laughs) I have to say. The other day it tasted like a Tootsie Roll, but I think it's because he ate a Tootsie Roll. And that's not going to help me down the road. Well, I hope it's not a Tootsie Roll demon or else you have a problem <laughs> on your hands. If he always tastes like Tootsie Rolls and we don't buy any in the house, then I know. So there's there's, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's things to do, okay? I've thought about it. <laughs> thought about it.
1: <laughs> anyway, Waverly and Nicole, totally rooting for them. Would love to see a wedding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: without people's eyeballs bleeding oh yes that would be great the less bleeding eyeballs the better mm-hmm. i say just as a general rule of life
0: general, yep yeah same it's one of my uh one of my many mottos in life so yeah way hot great slow burn no complaints other than could have made us wait a little longer but i know people were already struggling waiting for it so i get it i do shall we Absolutely. move
1: on? yeah do you wanna we'll move on to ben and leslie from parks and recreation yeah tell me about your feelings about ben and leslie leslie and ben oh my gosh i love them together so much their slow burn was also a little bit on the short side so he showed up at the end of season two and they kind of kissed and got together around the middle of season three so a little bit slower That I like, but oh my gosh, their chemistry was fantastic. They were adorable together. And then once they got together, they did have one breakup, which was a struggle for sure. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't too long. And once they did get back together, they've been they were together since then.
0: So I agree with almost everything you said, but I was happy with the length of the slow burn but as we established I am less patient than you are so you give me a good one and a half season slow burn I'm happy about it I also I mean I feel like what I enjoyed about them is you know you've got the trope of two people who hate each other and then grow to love each other as like a slow burn they weren't quite that they were not quite enemies, but they were antagonists against one another, but really only because Ben was doing his job and Leslie has the personality that she does. They weren't actually people who have opposite personalities who suddenly grow to love each other. It it wasn't that they just were in a position to where their um, goals didn't align. So I really enjoy the fact that they are very similar people. They're both dorks in their own way and i love that about it i also just really love their flirtation it was adorable it was dorky ben was in constant awe of leslie but you know who isn't but he was always looking at her with such admiration it was something that i particularly enjoy i feel like leslie as a character earned that and earned that in a love interest she had had such bad luck throughout and it was kind of a running joke when she went on date a date with Dave she was talking to Anne about all of her bad first dates and how bad they were so we had this like established Leslie has gotten had bad luck when it comes to her love life and then along comes Ben who's this guy that's really great for her and we get to see them be together and yeah they broke up but a total of seven episodes I can deal with that yeah and what I
1: the reason, one of the reasons I was able to accept their breakup is because it was for like a legitimate reason, like the reason they were breaking up so Leslie could run for office, instead of being like you know how TV will do sometimes with couples where well it's just not working out or we we're growing apart or just one of those like dumb vague reasons. Mm-hmm. Where this one was like a very specific reason, and then watching them overcome that and like decide to kind of choose each other, I think even made. Their relationship even better in the long run
0: you know i completely agree and i i had i had was actually going to say that same thing that the one of the way reasons that the breakup was tolerable not just the time frame but it was a decent reason and it was more of them supporting each other and i i love i love to see that it's one of the best parts of their relationship is the fact that they're so supportive of one another
1: I will say one odd thing I found about their relationship is there are times where they would be alone together and they would just be like, hey, do you want to make out? (laughs) <laughs> which I thought was weird because I'm like, well, just have sex, like grown ups. Like, I don't, like, who is just making out? That's so weird, <laughs> especially
0: after you're married. Maybe it's because it was a sitcom and they didn't want to say, hey, want to fuck? They were just, like, trying to keep it more wholesome. But I agree, it did stand out as, like, this super weird thing. Although, to be fair, their general love life was particularly weird. I don't know if you remember the scene where... It's when they're still hiding their relationship. Leslie accidentally butt dials Don or Don, uh, Ron. Um, and he, he overhears <laughs> some of their stuff and they just like have the weirdest. The most use, elaborate. Political place situation. <laughs> 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 so, you know, maybe people like that do say, hey, you want to make out? Super weird, but you know, what you are going to do? that's true i mean you're gonna have sex that's what you're gonna do you're an adult and you're married just you're gonna have sex you're not gonna have sex
1: especially after they have kids if you have time to make out might as well get the sex in now
0: yeah get it (laughs) done make use of your time appropriately but overall kind of on the short side had
1: a breakup but the breakup made sense happily ever after after the breakup which Mm -hmm. made them really just a fantastic couple I wholeheartedly agree. All right. So let's now we'll move on to Jake and Amy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Do you want to talk about your feelings there? You, I have not finished this show. So I have not watched like the latest last few seasons. So you probably have more information than I do at this point.
0: I have a lot of Jake and Amy feelings. So, okay. One of the fun things about Jake and Amy So you have that thing in a show, we've got two people who have feelings for each other, but they don't realize it. And everyone else kind of does. And they're always telling them, hey, you're into this person. Hey, you're into this person. We don't see that with Jake and Amy because in a real world situation, when there are two adults who probably have feelings for each other, there's not a lot of other people in their life going, psst, you think she's cute, don't you? it like, it doesn't happen much. So I, you don't, you get the sense, you can see their chemistry, you can see what good partners they are, but it isn't until the episode, the bet 13 episodes in that you actually have one of them realize their feelings. Jake then realizes what he's feeling and it's really sweet. It's wholesome. It's sweet. He Knows what he's feeling for her, and then you know, then you get Charles involved, and Charles being like, "Here's everything. Why? How you? Here's how invested I am in your relationship. I'm a ridiculous person, and so much fun. But whatever." So I really enjoy that moment. I also feel like while we're waiting for them to get together one of the things that they give us is a lot of really great moments we get the moment where okay amy wants to potentially leave and go work oh gosh it's been a while i feel like it's with the vulture but basically she wants to leave the precinct and jake is really upset about it but he doesn't tell her why he's not saying it's because i want to work with you it's because i want to be with you and he's sort of just trying to be like well i just I don't think you should work with the vulture. How dare you leave us for him specifically? And then he comes around and he's really supportive of her. He lets her know why he doesn't want her to go. It's because he cares about her. But he also says that he knows it's for himself and that he needs to support her um, ambitions. And he writes her a really nice letter of recommendation. I think that that kind of like the same thing with Leslie and Ben, the idea of a couple that supports one another's and supports their ambitions is is really nice. I mean, that's what that's what you want to see. One of the, when we get to um, toxic couples, which is, I know, a topic we're going to be talking about, one of the things that we typically see in a toxic couple is that they're trying to drag each other down. Someone's trying to drag the other one down in some way, whether it's, you know, curtailing their overall um career trying to stop them from succeeding there feeling jealous of people around them being codependent you know we don't see that here um you know we also get one of my favorites they had a couple of excellent undercover moments and you know how much I love those those are fantastic The ballroom dancing one was one of my favorites. I love when you go undercover and you're having to wear some ridiculous costume and you have to perform a dance that you don't know how to do. One of my favorites.
1: I love it so much. It's a
0: classic one. I think it should be used more often in television. Actually. I love it that much. Especially if it didn't happen as far as I remember in this one with the dancing one where you have to dance as a couple and the cup, the instructor comments about your dancing in a way that they're interpreting your, your relationship based on your dancing. So they're either saying you guys are terrible dancers because you have such great chemistry, or you guys are terrible dancers because you have no chemistry, whatever. There's a dance instructor that comes on comments on the relationship as a whole, and then walks away, which is just ridiculous. and. Unrelated to Jake and Amy specifically, but it's just one of my favorite things in television that happens. I can think of several examples and I love them all, but, um, Johnny and Dora, the episode, Johnny and Dora, best undercover moment. Do you remember it? It's when they got together. They were going undercover as an engaged couple, Johnny and Dora. And they went into a restaurant to follow a, um, I don't know a guy who had a briefcase probably, and was going to give the briefcase to another person, and they wanted to stop it, and they ended up sitting right next to that guy, so they had to make up a story about the, why they about the fact that they were engaged, and then so adorable because they are talking about how they how they the um, guys let's see the bad guy's girlfriend was like how'd you know he was the one, and then you get Jake and Amy talking about how they knew each other was the one, so you've got um, Dora saying why Johnny is the one, and she starts to say her actual feelings about Jake, and then, you know, um, Jake does it, reciprocates with, there's no one else whose opinion matters more to me, very sweet, and then the best part, they're spying on the guy, the guy catches him, Jessica, what do you do in that situation? You're undercover. You the bad guy's looking at you. You only have one option, and that is to Kiss. Kiss whoever you are with. It doesn't matter. You have to do it.
1: But what if that brings up feelings that you haven't a- acknowledged? Well, get prepared to acknowledge them at that point because you have to do it. There's no other explanation for two people to be doing a thing near a criminal.
0: Nope, they have to be. And then they, they have do to it. be
1: making out. It's the rules.
0: So then they follow the briefcase and oh no, another bad guy sees them. So what do they have to do again? Kiss. <laughs> it's ridiculous and wonderful. Listen, if you
1: are a criminal and you're involved in a criminal activity and you turn around and see two people making out, those people are spying on you. You need to know this.
0: <laughs> Unless it's Leslie and Ben, because they just love to make out. <laughs> so it could be them. And if so, accept it.
1: But if it's anyone else, they're spying on you. You are probably going to be arrested very soon.
0: And then other than that, um, you know, they get together. You know, we see the beginning of their relationship, which I love to see. How does it change? Given the fact that they work together. you got the whole fact that they have to hide their relationship because the new boss man captain is his name in a show with police officers i think it's a detective, title, not his name
1: we don't know what his name is i don't remember oh
0: no uh, oh yeah yo uh, doberman yeah doberman dies he gets a has a heart attack yeah so anyway either way then the vulture comes in and they have to hide the relationship so you, know, you get a little bit of that oh no we really can't be together because we work together but they get through it they work through it they figure it out they don't break up they stay together, no real problems, get married, have regular couple problems about, I want a baby, I don't want a baby, we should talk about it. And that one's a little bit iffy with how they addressed it, but maybe we'll get to that in another podcast. But overall, well done, slow burn. Satisfactory from beginning to what we've seen as the end so far. I'm assuming that they're not gonna have Jake and Amy divorce because they don't want their show to like tank, cause it would, it, that would be ridiculous. But overall, a good slow burn. I'm ha- I was happy with it. I agree. I think a couple
1: of things that uh, you did not touch on was the length of the slow burn. So they got together officially at the beginning of season three. So for me, that's like a, a really good length of a slow burn. I was really happy with that. And then, oh, and then another thing <clears throat> is that they stay together and have been together this whole time since they got together have been happy but the show has remained interesting so i think that just goes to point out that you can have a slow burn that ends with a happy couple but still have an interesting television show
0: yeah i mean that's a really great point i think that that's a mark of a good tv show because the fact of the matter is if your show is only um dependent on this one couple then you've already failed as a show your show needs to have more to it than that. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine does. I mean, obviously we love Jake and Amy and we loved seeing the relationship develop. And it was a total joy to watch, but it wasn't the only reason that I watched. Yeah, you know, There's so so much else about the show that I love. And so I was able to continue to enjoy it. So that's a really good point. This, this show didn't lose anything after the two of them getting together
1: completely agree i think my favorite moment was when jake proposed just like yes the emotion in that scene was incredible it was so well done one of the best television proposals i think i've seen just so good
0: does that have anything to do with your very strong heist feelings because i know the heist feelings that you have as an individual
1: I do feel a little bit of resentment every day of my life that my husband did not propose to me during some sort of heist situation.
0: Yeah. I I tell him so. It's upsetting. I mean, honestly, it's upsetting that I've never been in a heist situation.
1: I know. I mean, the closest thing you've come to that is like an escape room and I'm not trying to steal anything.
0: No, because there's cameras everywhere and they would see it and you can't disable the cameras because they would notice and it's part of the game they're like actively watching you the whole time plus it's illegal (sighs) so many
1: problems with committing a heist
0: so fun though i love their heist episodes i mean any any show where they're going to show some sort of like ridiculous over-the-top thing and at the end of it, you're like, oh my gosh, it was so-and-so all along. Let's see how they did it. And then they like do the flashback and, oh, they were in the background the whole time. I, I love it. I love it. And I know so that they you have I, to
1: do a whole episode just on those
0: types of scenes. Um, we absolutely will. Heists, grifts, cons, any of those. I love those episodes. Um, so yeah, I agree. Excellent proposal. Okay. I want you to first share me, share with me. You don't need to share me. I refuse to share you. I know I don't that. don't have very many friends. I'm aware and I refuse to share you as well. Um, there's definitely some codependency happening, but we're not here to analyze us. We're here to analyze fictional couples. And there is one fictional couple that is just not great. Lucas and Peyton. So Jessica, tell me a little bit about your Lucas and Peyton feelings. I think that Lucas
1: and Peyton may be one of the worst slow burns television has ever seen. It takes them long enough to like decide to be officially together. First, they have to go through multiple episodes of like cheating and then they kiss, but She's not ready for an intimate relationship and he is, but then he's dating Brooke and then he's cheating on Brooke, which FYI, no one cheats on Brooke. Stop that. You are literally the worst. She's amazing. And then I don't. I honestly just like so much bad stuff happened before they got together officially that I just was not invested in them being happy at all.
0: I completely agree. When you start off with infidelity, like when you start off with cheating, I'm already not caring. Especially when it's on when it's with Brooke, on Brooke Davis, I, I I can't even believe it. They broke up just a ton. I was trying to go through, and I was thinking about it, and thinking about the show, I'm like, all right, let me just kind of write down for myself a little bit of the timeline of their relationship. And I started to do it. And I was like, no, it's too ridiculous. What they went through was so dumb and ridiculous and long and convoluted. And I know it was on one tree Hill. And so I am not knocking the ridiculousness of it just in general, but it was the fact that it was so ridiculous about two characters that were incredibly boring and unlikable. I can feel- so deal-
1: self-centered, both of them. Yes. Just like the most self-centered of characters. They hurt so many people throughout their back and forth and back and forth. They hurt Brooke. They hurt Jake. Come on, Peyton. Really? You're going to give up Jake?
0: Lindsay, which Lindsay? I didn't love Lindsay, but he, they're about to get married. You he proposed to her
1: because he wanted to propose to Peyton.
0: Yeah, she was it was not even the the ring that belonged to her. Okay, speaking of the Jake, this is a part that is absolutely absurd. And I'm not mad that they did this because I am fine with this stupid trope existing. But the fact that she was gonna be happy with Jake, she was laying in bed asleep, and in her sleep she says, I love you, Lucas. And who reveals their deepest darkest secrets with sleep talking people on television shows and I love it it's so dumb those are the only people (laughs) and I can say that as somebody who is married to a man who sleep talks a ton and sleep panics and sleep carries me tries to cradle me like he does the weirdest shit he has never once said anything about his actual feelings unless his actual feelings are oh my god there are spiders on the ceiling that's the kind of stuff that he says and so like no people don't do that but they do in shows so I am fine I don't like Jake being hurt that was upsetting but I am fine with that With them breaking up over that because that's the kind of ridiculousness I can get behind I can get behind dealerships being burned down Russian kidnappers way too many car accidents.
1: The, like, most number of car accidents in a TV series ever. We have a <laughs> Every problem. Every time they were in a car, I was terrified.
0: Oh, it was absolutely. I mean screaming at the TV, look at the road, the whole time. <laughs> just walk, walk wherever you're going. Walk across that dumb bridge. Don't drive, ever. <laughs> but overall, they were just not likable. Lucas was pretentious and he was clearly worse than Nathan which is a whole other thing but he was not a good guy but he saw himself as a good guy which makes it even more infuriating he was in love with a different woman every five seconds he told basically every woman that he met you're the one all the time and in the process hurt Brooke he hurt Brooke he hurt Brooke
1: Oh gosh, he was so terrible. Even from their very first scene together, (laughs) Lucas and Peyton, I was just like, no, I know the show wants this to happen. I'm just going to say no right now. I'm not into it and I never will be. And I never was. (laughs) They were terrible from the very beginning.
0: Yeah. Her main personality trait we get in the beginning was I don't like people, even though I'm a popular cheerleader. Isn't it weird how I do art? even though I'm very skinny and blonde. And it's like, no, that just feels like a teenager. You're just a teenager, <laughs> you know? Meh. Yeah, I, I was not into it. The, I love One Tree Hill, as you know. I absolutely adore it. Yeah, Every we watched the whole series games, together. I was like, I don't care about the two of them. Go to somebody else interesting. Show me more skills, please. Always. Almost All the time every minute so yes i think in terms of the
1: the parameters that we have set for a good slow burn it took too long for them to officially get together mm-hmm. they had too many breakups before and after they were like happily together mm-hmm. um the relationship didn't feel positive like ever
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then i think i also didn't like how they just left in between seasons Mm-hmm. And I understand that the actors wanted to leave, and that's fine. But I'd like to have seen some sort of send off for them. Not that because I, I like them understand
0: that much. what you're saying, but like if we saw send off with them, we would be seeing more Lucas and Peyton. So there's like a trade off. I can go with feeling like I didn't get closure because I didn't care enough to want closure.
1: that's true i agree with you but there were other characters on the show Mm -hmm. and i wanted i would like to have seen their reactions and their interactions with those characters
0: yeah specifically Haley, um because she was close obviously with lucas and got close with peyton so yeah I i could see that um but we didn't and then they were gone and the show didn't suffer I mean, it wasn't any worse. It just focused more on Brooke, which is what we all wanted. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Doing some other characters, and you know, I, I'm fine with uh, the the extra characters that they added. I'm fine with all what they did. I, I felt like the show, and I feel like that that is really indicative of how unessential the two of them were because when they were gone, I didn't care at all. Like, the show felt just as good without them there so Lucas and Peyton they were too long broke up way too much way too much drama and just overall were two incredibly unlikable people which is not one of the criteria we set for a good slow burn but just like as a character I want to like you or enjoy hating you and I don't enjoy any of it with you guys
1: very true they broke up so many times that it's even plausible for me to imagine that even with a kid or maybe multiple kids they eventually got divorced
0: yeah that's an excellent point because one of the reasons that we talked about last week about really wanting to see a couple without all those breakups in a slow burn is because once you establish this couple breaks up frequently i cannot imagine a happy ending with lucas and Peyton. if i had been invested in their relationship then I would have felt like, one, I didn't get closure because I didn't say goodbye to them. And two, I didn't feel comfortable that they, I didn't feel confident that the two of them were going to remain a couple. Because I didn't care about them, I didn't think about that because I didn't think about them. But had they been a decent couple, that alone would have been enough to kind of mess up that slow burn for me.
1: Completely agree. I feel like we may have beaten slow burns to death at this point. So I think we're going to probably wrap up here. You can join us
0: next week. Well, wait, we'll... wait, I have a question wait. for you. Jessica. Oh, okay. I'm waiting. Okay. So my question, not really related to slow burns or anything, but television related. All right, Jessica, you can pick one television show that gets an extra season It's a show that's already ended. You can give it another season and I guarantee that the season will be good.
1: Oh, good, I was so worried, okay. Oh my gosh. Does the new, can I ask one follow-up question? Does the new season jump off exactly where the old season ended?
0: Not if you don't want it to. It's whatever you would imagine. And I'm gonna say this to you and then you're gonna answer and then if you don't answer what I think you're going to, you're going to change your answer, but go on first.
1: Okay. If I could change the finale of Merlin. I knew it. The yep. very ending of Merlin, which I won't say what happens in the ending. Those spoilers will be for many episodes to come. I'm going to talk about Merlin too much. I would want another season of Merlin. And yeah, I
0: think I did. I, I did. And that was what, that was what I, I would say as well. So there's magic so sure change change it and start off somewhere else whatever um yeah I if you hadn't said that if you had been like racking your brain and Merlin didn't come to mind I was going to remind you that Merlin existed and that that was your answer I never
1: need reminding that Merlin exists (laughs) I just like am almost always thinking about it I love that show too much it's too much at this point
0: Yes, yes, I agree. I would, I would honestly, I would love to see another season of that show. Even now, I wouldn't even, you know, there are a lot of shows like. So when Kyle and I were having this conversation, we were just talking about this the other day, and then I was like, I have to ask Jessica this question. You know, I was talking about okay, Firefly or um, Game of Thrones was terrible. Maybe they could throw another season in. I was like, you know, those shows, I would feel nervous about them doing another season. I don't feel like it was wholly necessary because firefly i know was wonderful but we did get serenity and that kind of wrapped things up at least enough for me but with merlin i want another season of it so 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 badly i would i feel like i would even i don't know i even if i couldn't plan it and change what i want to change i would still want to see it in the hopes that they would somehow address the problems that i have with the end because I need it. I think about it too much.
1: Yeah. And we will be talking about the end of Marlin in a different episode of this podcast. I will be talking about it for a very long time.
0: Okay. Well, with that, thank you for listening and we will see you next time, but we won't because we're on a radio or something. So we won't see you next time, but you'll get to hear this. so So you are welcome thank you for listening to wfl tv if you enjoy listening to us talk about television subscribe if you have any questions comments want to suggest a tv show you can email us at wfl tv.podcast at gmail.com thanks